All right, we are back. Yeah, sorry, I was, well, not, <laughs> I don't know. <clears throat> this is a weird thing, doing this. I went out of town for a little bit, so it was tough to stay up on top of it. And so I owe you guys like three podcasts. One of the interesting things about doing this is just how uncomfortable it makes me feel. I, in my head, I thought I'd be like, it'd be nothing and I'd be able to do it. And I wouldn't have all of these other thoughts and doubts creep in. But going through this process of creating this podcast and doing, and doing like, like some brand development and stuff like that, I've come face to face with the reality that it isn't easy. And very few things are very few things are and i think that's just a fact of life the common feeling that i think everybody is looking for is a little bit of ease or a little bit of that feeling of man i made it and there's like a coast button that you click and you just kind of ride it out and I think the more you live and the more experiences you have and the more things you try to do and the more things you are unsuccessful at, the more you realize that there is no such button. It doesn't come and that finish line never arrives. And that's super, that can be a super upsetting thought, very upsetting because then you run into this, well, what's the point? Like if I'm, if I'm going to be struggling and it feels like a struggle now and it's going to continue to feel like a struggle and I'm never going to get to that finish line, then what's this all for? And it takes a lot to change that narrative, to change the the i'm the the thought process that a lot of people have of like i might fail and probably will fail so probably shouldn't even try at all and that's a super pessimistic outlook and i think it affects every single one of us and i think it's it's one of those daily battles that we're all trying to to fight. <clears throat> and, you know, I've had some, not wild success, but I've had some success in the career that I have and provides a great lifestyle and a life for my family and for my kids. And we live in a beautiful place. And I remember last year in October... I probably had one of the most successful years of my life. I was, you know, doing really well at my job. We were making a decent amount of money and we lived in a beautiful place. And I was having this feeling of, I, of like, it was hard because it, I don't want to feel sound ungrateful or, or anything like that. But even with all of those achievements that I had, I was in probably the worst head spaces of my entire life. And 
that's scary. It's scary to have, you know, success and then also feel so low at the same time. And I think a lot of people have experienced that. I, I think that's why, <clears throat> you know, you see really talented and smart people start something and they become successful in a short period of time. And then they kind of peter off and quit at some point or, you know, I think we all have that friend or family member or even yourself where, you know, you get that wild hair, like you feel like you're stagnant or it's not working or, or you have to change. And you're like, well, we're going to move across the country and start over here, or this person's doing that. And it's obviously working for them. And, you know, you pull up social media and you see, you know, so-and-so is on another trip or so-and-so just bought their first house or so-and-so is crushing it at work or they're crushing it in the gym or they, they're working out and they have, <clears throat> they look great and all this kind of stuff. And, and it's really easy when you're in a down, like in a depressed mood or a pessimistic mood to be like, well, maybe I should just uproot and go and and go do whatever they're doing or mimic them or copy them or, or just quit altogether because you're like, I can never be like that person. And that feeling does not go away until you change your thought process to a commitment of consistency. The fact is that we don't see the end result of anybody else's sorry the fact is we see everybody's end result we see the house they have the car they drive what they post on social media the trips they do the family they have and there's just little snippets like you're not living that person's life you have no idea what is going on in their head or how they feel or anything like that and and it was that way for me in and my wife in October of last year. She had no idea um, that I was struggling. She had no idea that I had, you know, frankly, the worst thoughts I've I think I've ever had in my entire life. I I felt, man, I felt like I was not going to be able to provide. Um, for my family in the way that they deserve to be provided for. And I'm getting super vulnerable about this, but it's, it's one of those thoughts of, you know, some people have had these where you're like, life would be better for them if you weren't here or if you were replaced by somebody else or, or something like that. And, and it is one of the scariest things that you can go through. And I, and I think it's, not talked about enough because I think a lot of people don't understand that thought process. And I think because of that, a lot of people don't talk about how they're feeling as a result. And so then you just, I, I feel like it's mostly guys. We, we have a lot of responsibility if you live in a family and you have a wife and you have kids to be able to provide and create a safe space and a space of learning and all that kind of stuff. You, it's difficult to express how hard it actually is or like how hard it's 
how hard you are on yourself because when you do that like for me my fear was I, I don't want my wife to feel like it's her fault or their fault or the reason that I'm low is because of them because that's totally not it it's it's your own it's your own thought process that's like beating you up the you know and and luckily I I I was able to get out of it but it took it took some retail therapy that didn't work. It took some self-medication that also didn't work. It took like, I, I was, I was grasping at straws to like fight, to beat away these demons. And it wasn't until I was introduced to a life coach, Doug Cartwright, who's phenomenal. He does a sales coaching workshop and it's basically just a life coach for, for sales reps, which is what I am. And he helped me change the narrative in my head and, and create tools to change that voice that says that, you know, it'd be better off for everybody else if you weren't here. And, and one of the biggest things was just this thought process of, you know, if you talked to somebody if you had an open stream of consciousness of the way you talk to yourself and you talk to like your spouse or your best friend that way, like how long would they stick around the, the harshest and most cruel and unforgiving voices are our own and the way that we direct them at ourselves. We, we just, man, we sometimes set the highest standards for ourselves, and it's never enough. And meanwhile, you know, if, if you wrote down a sheet of paper of everything that you have accomplished or are accomplishing or the life that you're being able, able to provide to those around you or the life that you're living right then, a lot of people would be like, man, you have a blessed and great life. And so the, the key and the, the fix is has been for me just action it's it's been you know action one was finding somebody that i could openly express and talk my thoughts out with and action two was creating tools that helped me gain the correct narrative back of what my life truly is and how blessed i am and how special i am and how important I am to my family the and this is you know this is a lot of where this like podcast came from and, and my desire to just talk to people about what I feel and go through because I can't possibly be the only one that feels and goes through these things and I just want people to be openly open I, I want people to talk about it because I truly believe that life is better with you here there whatever your your spiritual viewpoint is i do truly believe that we are unbelievably special to not just our family but to our creator i mean i believe in a heavenly father and i believe i am one of his sons and the it's crazy 
to have that belief and think so little of yourself. And so one of my invitations is, you know, if you're struggling, one of my favorite things to do and that I do, I try to do it regularly. Again, consistency is like the cure-all for for everything. When I feel like I'm starting to slip and have more negative narratives in my life and I talk to myself in a poor way and all that kind of stuff, it's a pretty clear like red flag that goes into my head that like I am not doing a handful of things and they're not big things. They're really, they're really small. One of the things that I love to do is I call it, uh, oh man, what I wrote it down. What filled my cup or like gratitude? What, what was the thing yesterday that just filled me up that if I were to reflect on just the last 24 hours and I were to harness like one idea or one thing that happened yesterday that was beautiful and wonderful and worth and worthwhile, what would that be? And I try to do these either at night or in the morning and I write a handful of them down. For example, today I worked out in, in my home gym and it's the silliest thing, but um, Megan was working out. I had finished my workout. So I rolled out this yoga mat and I'm laying uh, in our driveway because I like to just lay in the sun. It makes me feel good. And, you know, my daughter and my son, my daughter's one and my son's three crawl up and they're just like laying on top of me and if I hadn't oh sorry man (laughs) if I had an experience like that every single day it doesn't have to be I mean I guess that's not like a big for me it was big But if I have an experience like that or I'm able to identify those experiences more regularly, my entire narrative of my life and the way I explain situations to myself becomes way more positive. It gives me hope. It makes me excited. It makes me excited for what they'll become and who they'll be and what I'm currently able to provide for them and what I will be able to provide for them. And... You know, that that's just the example of today. But that simple task of every morning, just writing not even a list, like just one thing. Some days I write five to ten things. Some days it's just one. And there's something so special about identifying those and understanding that there in every single day there's something to be grateful for that fills you up that makes you excited, that provides hope. And, and that's, that's what I love. I love finding the things in my life that continue to provide hope and encouragement for me to keep going and know that life is better with me here. And it's in be able to share that with others. If any of you guys are struggling with any thoughts of depression and if you're struggling with thoughts of suicide please reach out 
to the suicide hotlines. If you call 988, it's also a great tool there. It'll be somebody to talk to. Again, I'm not a doctor and I'm not a therapist, but I, these are just tools that I've found in my life that have helped me. And I want other people to feel comfortable using them or, or just sharing what works for them. Because what works for me isn't necessarily going to work for everybody else, but I do believe that every single one of us has something to share with one another. And, and that's the point of this. The point of this is to create a community of people that have found resources and things in their life that just make them a little more hopeful, a little more optimistic, and have a desire to go one more day and find the beauty that is in that day. And I think the more you understand that, the more you can appreciate not only the beautiful parts of every single day, but also appreciate the times that are hard. Because it's not about ease and it's not about how can I fast track my life to easy street? It's, it's about every single day living and and experiencing the joy of life. And I think there's joy in both the hard times and in the easy times. And because I, I don't think you can have one without the other. And I think the more we can talk about that and understand that, the more we can live a life that we're grateful for and excited to have and excited to experience. Yeah. Sorry. This got probably more vulnerable than it needed to, but that's the point. That's probably why this scares me as much as it does. And as always, thanks for listening. Life is better with you here and talk to you guys soon.